What's up, everybody? This is Shay. I'm the short of the tall and short of it podcast. And this is Joshua, the tall of the tall and short of it podcast. Ooh, so proud of you. Mm, I'm doing better out here. Look at this. It took Episode three. three. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right, so look, we got to talk about what we talked about last week real quick. So we talked about... We talked about... <laughs> Thank God for the edit. We talked about platonic friendships and we talked about boundaries. We talked about examples. You even grilled me a little bit. Because, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit because we wasn't seeing eye to eye on something, but I understood. That's why we have a podcast. Yeah, so we could talk it out. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all don't think that we uh, sit here and talk about every word that we're going to say, but we do talk a little bit and then we be like alright let's save it for the podcast but yeah last week <laughs> literally every time every time she tells me I talk too much but what? um <laughs> but uh yeah it's gonna be a good one this week but last week was very good because it was good to have these different perspectives I think so and obviously people learned a lot people learned a whole lot cause we got a lot of feedback yes, we, we had we had someone who uh, is close to both of us who just felt like they were really a part of the conversation mm. and was like, man, I just wanted to jump in and say, you know, my piece, right. which is as new podcasters and maybe podcasters who've been doing it a while, that's the biggest compliment you could ever have is that somebody wants to be a part of your conversation. But um, she also has some accountability. Like, am I doing platonic relationship wrong? If I know somebody mm. would date me, you know, if I wasn't in a relationship and I was like, man, that's, that's a really a thought. But yeah. y'all's feedback has been incredible on this one. I heard you had some too. Yeah, I got some good feedback. I'm going to share one of them if that's okay with you. Do tell. <laughs> one of my friends said, episode two is really good. I like the transparency and the real conversations between you and the other host. My sister Shay. Mm-hmm. A personal opinion for me would be that it's hard to keep the relationship platonic when you are physically attracted to someone because the delusional side will start creating romantic situations mm. in my head that are not real and whatever you focus on magnifies. But that's just me, though. Jeez. Yeah. You got something to say about that one? I'm, I mean, that's real talk. Like, it, it is. is hard with somebody that you're attracted to. Now... Also, here's, we talked about that last week, too. We did. But, you know, it's something different about someone being attractive versus you being attracted to them. That's true. Because you ain't smack, but I'm not attracted to you. Oh, thank you. No, this is not compliments. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. You know what but I'm saying? It's the saying? same thing here, too. Like, my sister's not ugly. But I don't look at her like... Exactly. So those are two different dynamics. So you can be platonic friends with someone attractive if That's you're true. not attracted to them. But I like that accountability. If you mm. look at somebody like, man, he is That's probably, probably not that platonic. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but it goes back to what we talked about as far as the definition. It right. has to be the whole... Uh, the whole romance and sex part. Right. Are you romantic with this person or not? But... You also clarify clarify something saying that the whole attractive part for you right. is like you can look good, but I had to be attracted to you. Right. But yeah, that's that's what we talked about last week. Other people had something to say. Um, was there anything that you wanted to add? No, I I it's a conversation that people wanted to keep going. So maybe Most we definitely. should consider doing Ooh. some live stuff with that or Yeah, y'all need to hit us up and let us know. Yeah, if y'all want to talk place. about a little bit more, it's plenty bit. to talk about. It is. But, yeah, so a not bad for a first in-studio joint. I'm a little happy about it, just to be honest. Y'all, he big happy. Don't even let him front <laughs> on y'all. <laughs> what are we talk about this week? This week, we are talking about being single in a married world. Mm, mm, mm. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are single. Neither one of us are married, but yet we both have a lot of married people around us. We do. Yeah. We do. What is Probably it? more so me. I think I have more married friends than you because I'm so? older. Oh, that's true. But here's the funny thing. Whenever we hang out, we only have one person that's with us that's married. Yeah, but that's like a one. It's a small 
that's subset true. of our friend group. Right. And that I think that's part of the reason why we do hang out because most of us aren't married, so we don't have to like make a bunch of plans to link, you know. Right, right. But yeah. So being single in a married world, right? It's not just about having married people around us. It's really just about how the world looks at that status, right? Right. right. And so being single in a married world is about, you know, those friendships, those relationships but it's really more so how the world how society especially in america sees you when you're single and so uh we've kind of talked about it and last week was a good segue into this because we were talking about just those boundaries and those expectations right my personal experience has been people talk about my singleness as if it's just like a a stop on this train ride it's okay it's not gonna always be like this you're gonna find something so you automatically get encouragement because people see, like, if you walk into a room with your family, mm-hmm. if there's not somebody there with you, they automatically like, okay, she's she's single. Let me encourage baby and let her know. Because I'm so down. I'm so sad about it. Like, that's their automatic They think assumption. that about you? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, she got to be, she got to be unhappy. And I just want to encourage her that this is not the final say. But what if it is? Is there something (laughs) wrong with me if I'm single? Now, what is your response when this happens? Who who is doing this to you? I usually say, I mean, time will tell. I think time will tell. You say it just like that. Sometimes it depends on who it is. Sometimes I don't say anything. It's just, Mm. but that again, it's just the natural response that people have. Like you haven't arrived yet. Now are these people married that are saying that? Is they are their husbands? Times. Okay, a okay. lot of times. Do now, you think they're happy? Do you think? Do you know that they're happily married? Do you think every married person is happy, doesn't feel lonely, and feels complete? Most definitely feel like there's some married people that feel like that. I think there's a lot of married people. But that I'm feel asking like that. the people who are saying this to you: Do you know they're happily married? Like you know they're happily married. So they're I saying think a lot you, of the older ones. But here's the thing: you don't unless I know you. I don't know if you happily married or not. Right. Right, right, right. But you automatically, it feels as if they automatically assume they're a step ahead of me because mm. they're married. Mm. But honestly, as an individual, which is what I get to be as a single person, True. I get to decide what my standard of happiness is, mm. what I do with my time. Like all those things do not equate to an unhappy person. And you know what? When we talked about this earlier, for a split second. And when you said what you said, I was like, you know what? I think it's partially because we are not taught how to be single correctly. So therefore, a lot of people feel like we're only taught, we're taught that happiness comes from somebody else. Mm. We're not really taught that happiness starts with you. Mm. So when they see that you're not happy, or they feel like you're not happy because you don't have anybody, they assume that you're, unhappy and you're depressed and this and this and that but it's like how come I can't be happy before I get my person right or what if that's not my story that's true too okay now here's another question do you feel like that is a stigma for singles in general or does that happen more so for single women I think it depends on the culture I feel like other cultures outside of America are probably taught differently about marriage. But I feel like as a, me being a black man, I wasn't taught about marriage for real. I mean, I grew up in a single mother household. Like it was me and my mother since I was one years old. Once my mom found out dad cheated, they moved out. With me? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tall and Short of It podcast. He's the tall of the Tall and Short of It. <laughs> yeah, after Pops got Ooh. caught cheating. Papa was a rolling stone. stone. Did I harmonize with you? You did. I oh, you shoot. Well. That's what happens when you sing, <laughs> sing in the shower. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, after that happened, Mike, I've been with Mom ever since. Mom never got remarried. I mean, she never got married in general. My mom and dad were never married. So the only people I saw married in my family, in my immediate family, especially on my mom's side, was my two aunts and my uncle. 
my grandmother and grandfather, they got divorced, I think, a little bit after I was born or maybe when I was younger. My mom had a boyfriend or two. Thank God I didn't see men sneaking in and out of the house. I didn't hear no crazy noises. Out, out, okay. You know? I'm All just saying. Right. <laughs> mom, keep it good. Keep it good. mom. But, Don't uh, do that. Well, she looks, you know that. But, <laughs> I mean, going off of my mom didn't say, well, I need you, you know, keep your grades up and go to college and get a good job so you can have a family. Like, my mom didn't teach me that. My mom taught me, like, you need to handle your responsibilities. And when I had a girlfriend, if I, she felt like something wasn't going right, you need to make sure you do what you're supposed to do. Or It wasn't married, my, being married. My dad, he was married for 15 years. They're divorced now. So it's like, where's, what's my example of being married? And I know a lot of other men leading up to this, I know a lot of other men who feel the same, like they they weren't taught being married. But I felt like while boys are playing sports outside during daycare or school, Girls are playing house and got the doll and being taught how to be a mother and, you know, all of that. I, I think it's different. I think it's different, unfortunately. That makes sense. I mean, that's definitely our childhood, right? right? <laughs> Were so, your parents married? Were they together? So, no. Okay. My mom and dad were never married, but I grew up in the house with my stepdad and my parents were married for what, fifteen years? Mm. So, but you I grew mean, up seeing marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah. and no. Though they were okay. married, they're no longer married. They're divorced. But really, on my mom's side, it's my grandmother, mm-hmm. who her and my grandfather divorced. My mom was eight, and neither of them oh. ever remarried. My aunt, who's never been married, mm. my mom, who's now divorced, and then. My sisters and I, not none of us are currently in relationships, so mm. we are not a marriage-heavy family. Do y'all talk? Do you and your sisters talk Go, about? Let being me tell married? you that none of them would, would care one way or the other. Really? If they not got married, or if you got married, any of us, really? it's not a priority. Do for they have anyone. kids? My mom's the only one with kids. I mean, they, oh, I'm t- so your sisters don't have kids Mm-mm. either. So y'all don't. Text me like, oh, I saw this picture. This look like it'll be your son or your no, daughter. Like all that, that little cute stuff. We're really? a very education driven family. I'm probably the only one who's like, I would like to be married and have a family. It's it's me. Really? Yeah, so it's been a different dynamic. But I'm talking outside of my nuclear family. Just when yeah. people in general encounter me as a single woman, I mm. get a lot of this. Okay. And I also get it from my God family, but I think Spanish families are different. They're very family oriented. That's why I said, like, outside of America, especially black Americans. They Americans? <laughs> I'm just, but, but look, they know where they come from. That's a different podcast. I know that's the holy toly. Ho- ho- holy toly. <laughs> what? I know it was a holy toly. Uh, holy toly. <laughs> holy toly. Uh, this has to be edited out. That was ridiculous. Nope, I'm leaving it in there. I need people to hear it. <laughs> they need to hear it. Uh, yes, that is a totally different. But I think that has something to do with the podcast. I mean, this conversation, because I have a lot of friends who are African. A lot of, actually, dang. A lot of them are married, too. Mm-hmm. And we're all around the same age. And oh, they don't play though. Have you ever seen any of those like memes and stuff about African parents? They don't play. No, like they that's don't. the goal. No, they don't play. No. But that's how I feel like America tries to be like that sometimes. Mm. I feel like it's in it's like embedded in the fiber. Right. But what's interesting is the numbers mm. are changing. The numbers are changing. Because, listen, your girl did a little digging. Look, I'm going to tell y'all a little something real quick. Oh, God. She told me she did some digging, and she was about to read the stats. And I said, don't read them. I want to genuinely hear them in the moment as we are in the red, as we are recording. So, my sister Shay. They didn't need to know that, and I didn't need an introduction. Anyways, (laughs) so let's talk about the numbers because, you know, every year they do a census. Right. All of us don't participate. Y'all participating in census is important. I feel like I should say, go vote. Do that too, because yeah. we ain't going to talk about issue one. But anyway. Okay. No, we ain't going to do it. This is not a political <laughs> podcast. We need John Legend to come here like he went down to Cincinnati. So let's talk about what the census says. And this was posted in Forbes magazine. So the results. Now, of course, we're in 2023, but the results are from the right, previous right. year. Right. 
So in 2022, uh, those who are between the ages of 18 and 29, Mm -hmm. 63% of men versus 34% of women considered themselves single. Considered themselves single. No, so basically single meaning not married. Really? 63% of men in that age range. From 18 to 29. 18 to 29 and 34% of women. Now get this, between... 30 and 49, 25% of men and 17% of women consider themselves single. Really? So that's a generation thing. Like our generation, we still have a pretty high number mm-hmm. of married men and women. Okay. But yeah. these this younger generation, they not necessarily about that life. <laughs> now, hmm. I'm about to go there. Oh, God. Do you think it's because, at least in, from my perspective, it looks like there has been a jump from the being straight to going other different ways? I feel like a lot of people are now exploring different things sexually. So does sexual orientation play a role in that? Only because it goes with the numbers of what you said as far as the stats. Because you said the younger generation, which I feel like the younger generation has been more exploring different things sexually. They're not doing a tradition of getting married like, hey, when you turn 25, when you got to college, blah, 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 go get married. Now, I agree with that, but I don't think it has anything to do with their relationships lasting longer or not, but it's, are those relationships documented as not single? That's the question. Oh. Oh, that's a good question. So it could be that there are a lot of... um, various types of relationships that are right. not being captured in the senses as married or non-single because one, it's not illegal everywhere. So they're not going to legally document that. But two, mm. a lot of these life partnerships, yeah, they, they don't, it's not so much about the title of it. It's right. just how they're existing. And also do those people coexist in the same space? Um, but also, even coexisting in the same space is really not a huge deal because a lot of dating people are living together. So they're still considered single. That's true. So I do think that the diversity of relationships is changing it. But according to, so I I read this, um, I read this article and some of the, just some of the subtopics, 122 million American adults are not married and most never have been married. Mm. So we're not even talking about people who are divorced or widowed or any of that. These are just people who have never made that step. Straight single. Mm Mm-hmm. Half of American men who marry for the first time are over 30. It used to be 26. Really? Yeah. Um, I want to know why. I wonder if it has something to do about being pushed with... uh, Does it have something about pushing the career? Does it have something to do with finances? Does it have something to do with... uh, Because at one point... We were in a recession. Like, did a recession change things? Are people starting to... And what are they considered single? Like, uh, am I considered single if I'm talking to somebody? Like, if I'm me and this girl have been talking for two or three years, I'm still single, right? Because I'm not married. Legally, that's being single in a married world. Even mm. our governmental system is still like that. Mm. You still have to be married to have co-insurance. You know? You can live with somebody for 10 you years. You can live with somebody for 30 years. And it has happened. Yeah, lots of times, yeah. happily. Yeah. But that's, uh, to me, that's part of being single in a married society, right? But mm. listen to this, because this one I found interesting. Because um, we were trying to figure out why. I think it's everything combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's people finding their identity in different types of relationships. It is the financial piece. It is the educational piece. People are reprioritizing themselves. I think right. it's even like the self-awareness piece. Most you know, I mean, I'm in my 40s, but I know for a fact if I would have got married when I was engaged, which I was, I would have been miserable and first divorced. Of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. <laughs> yeah. We're going to like we're not gonna act like you just threw that in there. Glanced over that. I mean, yeah, yeah I was engaged for a minute. How long is a minute? A minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty seconds. Uh, when was this? What? Give me a year. I was in my twenties. 
Oh, I didn't know you then, did I? Uh, Almost. You did. Do I know this person? Yeah. Really? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I was, but you know, like, you I couldn't tell me at the time that wasn't my husband. Really? Shh, what? Mm. In your 20s, man, at least when I was 20, I was not that smart. <laughs> now it's the circle back around. And we had me going. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I definitely, you couldn't tell me in my emotions, in my heart and soul that mm. that was not my husband. Mm. So yeah, we had decided to get married. Um, we only told our close family. Right. So it wasn't nothing like public and big and stuff like mm. that. But it just didn't work out. I was almost engaged again, but that was over a different situation. (laughs) I'm learning some stuff today, y'all. I know. I was young then, too, but I also thought I had another situation that I needed to be married to deal with. Mm, (laughs) But we are thankful (laughs) that neither of those things were a thing. Y'all ain't learned a lot about me today. And we got some feedback that Shay wasn't transparent enough. So now y'all know all yeah, my business. Yeah, we know no, all your but, business. Not mine. No, uh, I, uh, I actually <laughs> have asked somebody's father for permission to get married. Um, and you know who that person is. I'm Just, sure. Yeah. So anyway, that was that's a whole another two or three podcasts right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not married. I'm single. I have a lot of friends who are married and have a maybe that I know of two or two two friends who are divorced. Yeah, I don't know a lot of divorcees in my peer group. Yeah, like my yet. close friends that I talk to deal with. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that's divorced. A lot of my friends who I'm close to, like my circle circle. My guys, they're all married, man. Like, they're all married. What are you thinking about? I'm trying to finish my stats. Go ahead. You keep taking this down rabbit holes. Oh, I did? My bad. (laughs) Okay, so I find this interesting because you would think, right, with the economy being a little tough right now. Yeah. Rent is high. Yes. That more people would choose to cohabitate and things like that. But they're saying more people are actually living alone. Um, but here's a quote that I thought was interesting as well. These numbers aren't increasing. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Dr. Peterson who, um, worked with the census bureau, um, on some of these numbers and and things like that. What's her first name? Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Weak. Um, anyways, she said these numbers aren't increasing because society has shifted to accommodate the single or solo living quite the contrary. They are increasing even though the United States is still organized in pretty much every other way to accommodate and facilitate the lives of the partnered and cohabiting people, particularly married people. So the numbers are basically the numbers are not going up because it's easier. It's not. The numbers are going up in spite of the fact that it's not easy. And a lot of these societal things that are in place are really pointed toward married and partnered. There's even like a term for it, like the um, discrimination against singles. (laughs) It's called singleism. So it's actually a thing. Really? I find that to be very interesting that people are choosing that, even though there is somewhat of a stigma. So I guess maybe the question is, for the younger generation, is there still that singleism, our new word, or do you think that's also dying down because of a lot of those things you mentioned? What if, oof, there's so many ways to look at this because those numbers, I want to know what the numbers are split between, sorry to say it, the cultures, between black, white, Asian, like I want to know because I feel like you have some who have arranged marriages some cultures that have that so are y'all you keep coming you keep coming back to that why because that's not usually an american happening it's not but it still has a play into the numbers what and then it goes to why is it that these groups of people are choosing to be single i think it's more of a generational thing than an ethnicity thing I really do. Really? Now, it may vary. Like I said, you know, like my Spanish Godfather, every time we're somewhere, oh, he's handsome. 
You know what I mean? It's like, come on, dad. Like, <laughs> every moment, waking moment, I'm not looking for someone to date, you know? Mm. Or especially being in your 40s. Well, there's still time to have kids. Well, you know what? Also, with this, I was You cut me this. out so hard. Ooh, go ahead, finish. No, nah, I'm done now. We. <laughs> Thank you for joining the top. No, I was just playing. <laughs> I feel bad now. Uh, no, like, I feel like guys are pressured when people, family, and friends know that they are financially stable. Mm, that's interesting. And I know men who will choose not to be in a relationship, family members I know who will choose not to be in a relationship unless they are financially stable. I've heard that. Yeah. I so, think that's not a bad idea. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. But let's, and this takes it to living within your means. How much finance does it really take to love somebody and to be in a relationship with them? Do we have to spend thousands of dollars on a trip? Do we have to spend thousands of dollars on a wedding? Do we have to do all this stuff? Does it take all that just for us to be in love? Does it take all that for me to really care about you? These are bonuses. It's not the the main thing. So I think with guys, we are taught to be finance. We're taught to be financially stable. We're not taught you need to have your mental right. We're not taught you need to have your spirit right before you get married. We're not really taught that. Are your finances good? Oh, well, obviously you can afford to be married. So why aren't you in a marriage? If you broke, nobody's asking you. I'm weak. <laughs> if if your family knows that you ain't got no money, they're probably not going to ask you why you're not getting married. I mean, it does cost money to be in a relationship, especially if you multiply yourself yeah you know but really like when you get married you're taking on somebody else's debt somebody else's education like it's not just we splitting this rent in half you're carrying somebody else's burden and then everything goes up when you marry health insurance Mm -hmm. like triples when you have somebody else on it like Mm. i don't know i i i don't know i don't I don't know that there is, oof, I, I'm going to say it. I don't know if there's a benefit anymore outside maybe, maybe of Maybe that's why people are choosing not to be married. Right, and I hey. think that's what those numbers are saying. I don't think there's not a benefit in being married. I think, of course, marriage is for, you know, those of us who grew up in a in a certain belief system, marriage is a blessing. You know, there's favor in it. But I don't think, I think that's what I'm trying to combat, that there's a mis- Nomer that if I'm not married, I am not able to reach my maximum self. Let's add to that, or let's look at a different part of that. What if the younger generation is seeing the failed genera- uh, failed generational marriages, those marriages before them? What if they're seeing all of those fail and they're like, why would I do that? I'm sure that's probably part of it. Yeah. That's definitely my family. Mm. My family is like, I mean, we're going to get this money, we're going to get this education, and we're going to get this money. Mm. That's why you got three generations of single women. Mm. Because our the priority in my family is you get an education. So individualism. You stack that money, right. and you a- attain wealth. Like, I'm, I'm literally the black sheep in my family because mm. I've always been very relational, and I am very, what's the word, maternal. I'm just mm-hmm. very maternal. Right. I care for people. Kids are drawn to me. I've always wanted to have kids. Not anymore. That's a different podcast as Uh-oh. well. <laughs> we got 13 podcasts. Right. About this. I, like, I just, I'm not interested in never sleeping again because this world is crazy. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that was the focus of my family. So I do think a lot of that is shifting because of some of the failures mm. of the past and why people get married. Like that's a podcast in itself, and I'm not even being being funny. Why people get married, the yeah. expectations, right? All of these stigmas yeah. are why people get married. That's stuff we talked about last podcast when we tell kids, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ignore that part of you until until you're right. engaged and ready to be married. So all these kids is getting married just to have sex. And now people are having sex without have getting married. They like I ain't gotta get married to have sex. Right. If me and you can agree. That this our time, 
if we leaving right about this, I'm gonna do what I do. What? <laughs> I'm just. There are people. My. I'm just. There are people goodness. who have friends with benefits. This is our time. First of all, I thought you was talking to me, and then that turned. I was like, oh, he is not talking oh, to me. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And I was wondering why he was looking at me like that. Because I was looking at him like, what are you saying? I'm saying that people have a time I was like, I'm about to pack my stuff up and leave. This is getting weird. (laughs) We're not doing podcasts. What is in your little pear, little drink over there? Okay, I'm back. Yes, I do agree. People are having that revelation like, I ain't got to do all of this. But, I mean, everybody everybody don't feel the same. I don't love being in these streets, okay? Right, okay. So, all right. All right. Y'all heard it first. You heard it here. And I'm not adding this out. You heard it here. <laughs> Live in the living color. I'm saying that's not necessarily the life I want to live. I, yeah, I heard you. Even when I lived it. Uh, lived it. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that yeah, is y'all. so funny. But, you know, it's so funny, though. Like, the conviction I feel of that is not even necessarily from the experience itself. It's from mm. just all that overhead talk from the way I was raised. Like, That's crazy. I want to go back to a point where if I did or did not do something, it's because I had a conviction about it, not there was an expectation on me. Mm. So let's get back to this. Living single in a merry world. Oh, I thought I was still on it. No, no, I want to. I want to talk about how do you feel, and I'm gonna answer my question. How do you feel when you get around your friends who are married? Like, do you think look at them and have a moment to yourself and be like, "Hey, man." Sometimes, yeah. I mean, listen. Let me keep it a buck. Yep. You were asking me, right? Because you said you mm-hmm. like, okay. Let me keep it a buck. All those stigmas are real moments. There are some times when I feel very lonely, mm-hmm. you know, and want to be in a relationship. There are some moments of unhappiness. Not an overall, my life is not happy because I'm right. not in a relationship. But you do want to share things with a person. I think that's just a human trait is you want companionship. Most and of for And for me, marriage is still a goal. So I do have moments, especially when I see true yeah. Happy yeah. couples, like really, like y'all really doing the thing, like not mm. perfectly, but y'all really doing it. That does that does turn something in me now. But I don't know that everybody has that. That's true. I don't think that's everybody's story, and I don't think it's fair for that to be everybody's expectation. Like, oh, you're single, you get a little lonely sometimes. <laughs> like that shouldn't be the next sentence because yeah. I know plenty of lonely married people. Because a lot of us single women, chime in, sis, got some of them in our DMs that we ignoring. So I just want the whole wide world to know loneliness is not just a single thing. Oh, goodness. Yeah, she said it. Yeah, she said it. She basically told y'all she's single, but who be in them DMs are not. Not everybody, but I think most single women have experienced that. Do you think, ooh. Do you think if there is somebody to step out of marriage with somebody who is single, do you think the initiation starts from the single person more so, or do you think it starts from the married person? The initiation. Um, It depends. I think it just depends on what's happening. Okay. So here we go. I've been there. Been there where? Huh? 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 Man, listen. Real talk. We going there, This is the one. This is the podcast. But wait. So. I'm going to go there, too, if you going. (laughs) Let's beat the middle. So I had. Anybody who's work corporate, you know them people that got a work husband or a work wife, right? Right, That's just proximity. Sometimes you spend more time with these people you work with than the people at home. That's true. So I had a work husband, Mm. and we developed a friendship. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't see the quotations, but I did. Air quotes. <laughs> um, but we got very close. Like, we went to lunch every day. We talked about everything. Like, and we crossed the boundary emotionally. Mm. Because those conversations start turning to, man, I wish I met you first. Oof. You know. So, to answer your question, I, I, well, I did answer it. I do think it 
varies, but I think the boundaries are broken simultaneously. Mm. I don't think very often it's just a bold single person like, hey, I know you married, but I'm just trying to see what you're trying to do. Mm. I don't think that's how those situations start. I think that's it true. really starts with a boundary that has been crossed and mm. a connection, right, right? romantically right. or sexually, right. that has happened between those people. So... I mean, you remember last week I said, like, I didn't used to think the responsibility was mine for my married friends. Right, right, right. But right. it is, especially because of those situations. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? When you get no, close to people, you it that becomes vulnerable. Right, and right. that opens you to attraction or intimacy, all those That's things. Be so, only because while you're saying that, there's a friend that I have that you know who's told me uh, that they have... I knew these people when they were single mm -hmm. and they both got married. The good thing is they both, they were together at one, they fooling around. I ain't gonna say they was together. They was cool. They enjoyed each other's company and they were smacking uglies. So then they both got married. Why can't you ever just say they was having sex? That sounds weird. Better than smacking uglies, or what did you say last week? Last week I was mortified. Throwing blackout backs out of some God today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. Anyway, uh, this friend told me last week or something like that. They were like, "Look, we check in every once in a while, but then I know when it gets to that one point in the conversation. All right, I'll talk to you later because it gets too familiar. Mm -hmm. Now you don't spill your beans." I got to spill my... So there's somebody who I know <laughs> where it goes to the platonic relationship and then it went to the the yana hana hana. And they were married at one point and then they got divorced and I was just like, look. <laughs> you was that guy we talked about. No, 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 if no. If you weren't with somebody... Yeah, I was like, it was. We were talking about another situation. <laughs> you asked about relationship A. All I'm talking about relationship F. Let's just keep it going. And we gonna leave it right there with <laughs> F. Um, we didn't do anything when 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 she was married. It was never anything, no flirtation stuff. And I would always look at her like, man, she cold, but she married. I got respect the boundary. And it was never no like, man, F your dude. He's stupid. It was just like, yeah, that's that's your husband. I supported them. Like, they were cool. Mm -hmm. We crossed the line. Yeah, it's, it's not, it wasn't platonic. <laughs> and then when you was talking about the other stuff, I was just like, oh, I did like this one chick who was married. And I don't know who took the first step we didn't have sex but we was getting close mm. and I was just like dude you wouldn't like this if you was married you would not like to know that your wife was over the drummer's house I'm weak with the wet fingers oh That's, god I want to uh, throw up what you don't know who it is? Why you would throw up? It's not that. Don't give visual aids. I didn't get a. You want me to go visual? I want to quit no. this podcast right now. This is my last episode. Anyway, gentlemen. So anyway, I don't know who started, but it was always it started small. Like this person I'm vibing with, I like the way they look. You say a little thing here, you say a little thing there. The boundaries get crossed. I had to end it, stopped it. Like this ain't gonna work. We both knew it was wrong. and But you guys never had sex. No, nah, we didn't have sex. Thank God. Because I really would have felt absolutely horrible. But it's still It's, it's still, still bad. Oh, yeah. That's most definitely cheating. So living single in a married world, for me, I have a lot of friends who are married. A lot of them are happily married. I would say nine out of ten of them are happily married. And the one out of ten that's unhappily married I don't think he'll say that he's unhappily married. Mm. His actions say so. Yeah. But his words ain't really saying it for real. It just, it's just observed that way. I still respect this person as a brother. Like, yo, I don't never, 
tell them you might as well go ahead and get a divorce. But it's just, you know, I don't think that's my place. I, I haven't been asked. But it is hard for me. Not hard. It gets a little soft when I'm like, dang, I've been married for how long? You start to hit the anniversaries. You start to hit the, oh, how old is your kid now? Oh, dang, they four years old? Man, I remember when you didn't have kids. I remember when you were single. And it's like, you had all this time. And you got all these people around you where you watch them meet the person. You watch them date the person. You watch them marry the person. You watch them have a kid and move away. And it's like, you're not in the same spot, but you're not where they are. So it's like yeah. being single in a married world. I don't have a lot of female friends who are married. I have more male friends who are married. But remember I talked about somebody who, I do have a female friend who is married. Well, I guess you could say she's an ex you didn't have a yeah. title but we was most definitely talking pretty heavy but I'm happy for her and that's the one I was saying like I'm not going to text her past a certain hour so I think everybody's thing is different and some people are cool with being married being single in a married world because they don't want to deal with the headaches that they <laughs> why see why do you keep saying it in a married world just single single you just like that title I do because a lot of people are married but anyway there are some people who don't want to... Well, according to our stats. No, I'm just right. <laughs> According to the stats. What you thinking about? I feel like you got something over there. I don't. I just... I don't know. We've it, been a little of everywhere today. Do you think it's hard to be single right now around your main friends? Do you think it makes No, you... because... No. Okay. No. Because a lot of my friends are single... I have so in my pool of friends, yeah, the people I'm around regularly, most of them are single. Do they want to be married? Most of them, a lot of them. I think mm. a lot. I think you're right when it comes to growing up, you know, as a little girl. Like, mm. I do think that is a part of your psyche, right? right. <clears throat> that you're you want to be a mom and I always wanted to be a mom but I never I always wanted to be a wife first I never wanted to be a single mom I didn't want them problems I like to sleep at night I needed a partner right so I much right. would rather be a wife than a mom and I know that sounds crazy because no, everyone expected me to be a mother and I am I you know I love on the babies around me but right. I if I'm not married and if the time comes where I can't, I'm it's just a done deal. And I'm at peace with that. Really? Yes. I'm at peace with that. And now it's different it, because you're a woman. Me it's very different. I had to come to that though. It took me a long time to get here really? to where I'm like, if that doesn't happen, I'll be okay. I don't yet have that about marriage. I am not yet ready to go to my grave and never have been married. Ooh. But some of it is that systemic stuff. I think about, okay, who's going to take care of me when I'm old? Who's going to be responsible right, for right, me? Right. Like, right. low-key, those are the things that bring me down. Like, okay, when I get older and my social life ain't what it is now, right. that cuts your friend group in a third. Mm. So who's who's going to be around when I'm old? Who's going to take care of my money? Who am I going right. to be to trust? Now, my, I have sisters. We're right. all single, you know, but th those are things I think about. Who am I going to partner with when I'm sick? When I'm sick, I want to be booted. Because yeah. you want somebody, you know, taking care of you. And I do have people in my life where ne technically nothing's missing and nothing's broken per se. Right. But you want your person. Well, at least for me, yeah. So I still yeah. very much want that. But I do think there are a lot of people, especially people in the generations under us, who are like, actually, I'm cool. I'm going to have me this 401k to make sure that when it's time for me to be in a facility, it's top notch. And I'm about to live my life and do and what I got to do. they genuinely mean it. I feel like they genuinely mean it. Like, I wow. think my sisters are a part of that, too. Both really? of them, Yeah, I think both of them are like, I'm cool either way. Are they dating anybody or are they... they they have, but they ain't pressed. Really? Like, legit are if not you pressed. Really, if you was at home thinking about your sisters, and you were just like, they say that. I know my sister. I love her. I know she, she say, but I know she really want to be with somebody right now. Like, she's just putting on the front. Like, that's all. You really say. I truly believe they are cool either way. Really? Yeah. Very much. And I maybe okay. So my perspective is so crazy. I don't have siblings. I'm the only child. I don't know what it's like to have that. So to know that somebody was close to me, and to be like, 
you don't want to bring nobody else into this with us? Like, you cool with just being you, you know? And then it's the whole sexual part, like. I didn't say they Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. You, she's like, uh, they nah, adults. <laughs> they're both straight women or. Okay, sure. you don't know. Okay, from what we know of, there we go. I, my, listen. They just live their life. Okay, and they we gonna leave it right and there. And I embrace it. There for we go. Whatever it is, I actually <laughs> we I don't know that we talked about it too much, but I I do. I mean, I think they're probably a lot less traditional than I am. Mm. But that would have to be a question. I'm really just throwing it out there. Okay. But I Man. love them either way. There we go. That's family. But yeah, that's it's a different. But there is a sizable age gap between us as well. So, so I'm they will fall 13 into those... years older than my middle sister. Wow. 16 years younger, older than the other one. Now, I have two brothers mm-hmm. who um, are a little bit older, but... Are they married? No, but they're both in relationships. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. How long they been, have they been in these relationships for a while? So, my baby brother has a little girl. Uh-huh. Uh, so, him and his baby's mom are still together. Now, my older brother, yeah, he's been with his girl a grip. 10 years. Mm, probably getting up there. Really? Yeah. Have they ever talked about marriage around y'all? Like, I don't, I don't think they press. Like, they really just really? living their life for real. Like, but that's the thing. They're living their life that resembles the sanctity of marriage. So crazy. So they, like, they got all the benefits and none of the paperwork. But here's the thing. <laughs> if somebody wanted to leave today. They could. They out. Exactly. Just wake up one morning like, I ain't feeling this. When he or she come home, it I'm ain't going to be Yeah, they, I'm not going to be here. So is that the only difference for you? Like that accountability? Now, I do think that's why women want that. Like, mm. I don't know if we say that, but that's why we want that. We want to know that you're so committed to us that you would tie yourself to us. To this that's... contract, commitment, covenant, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I do think there is a layer of that. Because a lot of women in these long-term partnerships mm-hmm. are like, they want to be married sometimes, so what's that about? It's about security. Yeah. For me, it's about benefits. I need somebody with some life insurance. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm about to go to the dentist in a couple of days. I'm going to have to pay for that shit myself. So, listen, if you are fully insured, <laughs> shoot your shot. Hit me up first, and I'm going to let you know if it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> This is funny. I I would love to get married. I would love to be married. And I think I said last week, it was hard for me to think about being married. My cousin said, because you ain't getting married. Why you say that? Because he just look at how I am now and he just, he doesn't think I'm going to get married. Me, I think I'm still getting to the tail end of dealing with grief, grief that I'm now seeing that it's possible. And the sad part is, now I'm getting to the point now where I'm 38. I can marry somebody who's the same age as me. Now, if we want to have kids, we got to deal with all of that stuff that comes with that. I can also, if I choose to, marry somebody younger than me who has a better chance of having kids. Would that be a distinguishing factor for you? You know what was funny was there's somebody who I met who I was willing to give up the kids thing for. That's deep. Because she is not really trying to, I guess. We had talked about it during the time we were interested in each other. Um, I think that I think that it will change on the person. But I want kids. Yeah. I want my own kids and I would love to adopt kids too. Mm. Yeah, I know it's a whole totally different thing. But we with me working in schools, I would love to make some type of difference on somebody's life and allow somebody to grow up having a chance that's better than what they feel like they may have. I mean, I I respect that, but what's funny is I said mm because what's funny is I think that's another thing that happens for single women of a certain age. <clears throat> People start saying, oh, well, do you want to adopt? 
And it's like. That is so. The pressure of women. It's weird. That pressure is not. It's not the same for us as men. I think someone like me probably gets it more because people like. They know you're a nurturer. Yes, exactly. And so they're like, I think it's a compliment, right? Like Mm. somebody needs. I've heard. I've had people say somebody needs to be loved by you. Like I've heard things Mm. like that. And that's a beautiful statement. But it's also a hard one. Because. Next time y'all say that to her, have a good candidate to match. Oh my God! Yeah, I put a challenge out there. If you gonna say it to her, have the have the candidate to match. Kids are not a, are no longer non negotiable for me. So like, if somebody mm. comes in my life and is like, I only I want to have kids. I don't I don't know if that's gonna be. I don't know. Mm. Kids through your body, or kids in the house. I think in a lot general. of guys want their own legacy. Yes. Yeah, but you know, there's ways around it. <laughs> About $25,000, you can have somebody carry your baby if you need them to. That's true. Honestly, I know somebody who's been the carrier for somebody else. A surrogate. Yeah, a surrogate. So uh, would you be willing to do the whole adopted thing? If it happened, I wouldn't be upset, but I'm I'm not paying no money to get Mm. pregnant. Okay. I'm not about to be on no schedule. Well, I mean, I would do that if there was more of a probability, but I'm not. I'm not about to spend no extra money or waste a bunch of hard time to do that. I feel you. So let's get to this part. How do you? How do we get to the point where being single? If somebody was, if there was a woman you was talking to, y'all was having this conversation. She's like, I, I don't know where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I'm single. I would love to be with somebody, but I don't know if I want to be married. Mm-hmm. What would you tell a woman like at that point? If you just heard that come out of another woman's mouth, what would you say to her? That everybody gets to set their own direction <clears throat> and should also get to set, set their own standard. Mm-hmm. You know, I I heard and I try to live by don't try to make someone else responsible for your convictions. Oof. I'm not going to expect somebody to want to do life like I want to do life. Those yeah. are my convictions. Right. It could be my belief system. It could be my experiences. It could even be my trauma. But I'm not going to say everybody needs to do it like Shay. Right. I wouldn't necessarily put my journey on anyone else. Right, right, right. <clears throat> now, I'm glad I took it because... At the age I am now, I'm very glad I didn't marry someone because I was in such a rat, like, such an insecure, terrible place to be married. I would have been destroyed in marriage. But that I, takes I believe a lot that to now. say that. That takes a <clears throat> lot. Well, because I'm old enough to have processed through it and not take it so personally. Like, what's I used to think, and I think part of it was stigma. Mm. And here's real talk something was wrong with me. Mm. And that's why I was single. And I do think that a lot of women think that. Because for us, you have to be chosen. That's what they tell you. Somebody has to choose you. So if you haven't been chosen, then that's like, okay, then there must be something wrong with me. Oh, now here's something I'm about to say to the fellas who are listening. Make sure you take responsibility on your actions when you have the opportunity to choose someone. And if you're not going to choose someone, Move along, but do it accordingly. Do it the right way. Don't tear up anything on your way out. Because a lot of us guys, we are acting through our trauma and our pain. Mm -hmm. And the women who are great to us and nurture us, we pull a part of them away during our insecurity and finding out that that's not the person who we need to be with. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of us are not mature enough to say, man, I don't know this is it. Like, I I love you. I care about you. But I don't know if this is it. It's very hard for us to do that because it's also like if you're a real man who cares about a woman, if you're a real person, you care about somebody. You want to be cautious of how you leave. Right. So what you saying that whole thing of us choosing y'all and it's, it's so many things that teaches us men 
who should be chosen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of good women who should be chosen are overlooked for the woman who's not. Like, just because she looks good doesn't mean that she's wifey material. And then us basic chicks, this is where he's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that trash? I was basic because... <laughs> I think society teaches a man that you want somebody that looks to a certain degree. Now, I've learned, especially being behind the scenes in music and all that stuff like that, being around some of the higher-ups, some of these people that we think is fine, their characters are so jacked. And let's bring it to the local level. A lot of these women who are fine, just being honest with you, they don't know how to hold a conversation. There are some other, and and when I say fine, there's also those women who society say this is what a woman should look like. And it's like, why does my woman have to look like that? This woman right here looks totally different. And I like that. And your boys will clap. I'm glad I remember this. There's a friend who I know who was not going to date this person because of X, Y, and Z. This Negro has two kids by this woman. She does not look the way that he said that he wanted his wife to look. I ain't going to say no names. And she does not do anything near what he said that he wanted his wife to do. I think men, unfortunately, we are taught to go after a certain thing. And we're taught subconsciously that we should overlook something that's better than what we were taught to go after. Does that make sense? I think so. But. I'm insulted. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you insulted? Y'all, stop going for these beautiful women and just be with these lovely nurturers oh, who may Lord. not Do be as fine as you think I, your wife should be. You know what be. I'm saying? The world teaches us every woman that we marry should look like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Am I lying? No, but I mean... Am I... Let's... No, I, no, I think there's definitely a standard, but I don't think I'm the least of these. Well, I don't I say have that, you that were. My my problem is more that I didn't mean to say I didn't have that problem. That's not what I meant to say. Ooh, that's, what I mean. that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> what I meant to say is there is some of that, yeah. but I think that's with a certain caliber of guy that a lot of women are fed up with. Ooh. Let's talk so, about no, that's on that's, another part. It really is, but yeah, that's really more just about the dating pool, which is garbage trash. But <laughs> no, I mean, I do. There's all those stigmas. There's all those expectations. Yes, uh, probably most of y'all guys have been taught to go after the model type, you know? And mm. I, that's why we have all of these new f- things that women want to do. Like, okay, I'll wear my lashes. <laughs> okay, I'm addicted to But your to lashes my... don't look like trench. No, but legs. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but the lashes, the extensions, the... BBLs, like that's all of that stuff, me. but that's for that's because there is a cultural expectation that you look a certain way, but that's not relationship. And guess what? Real men don't want to marry that. Do you know how many very interesting looking women out here with married with husbands and kids that look like that? Would you just say no that look the opposite? Oh, there's plenty so, of them. I mean, ugly people get in love too. Yes, I am. Thank so. <laughs> Shut up, Joshua, because now I'm about to come across We're the table not, and punch anyway, you. Keep going. We're editing that, all of that out. Okay, whatever. Anyways, so I think there's just a different, there's a different thing happening, and I think that's what this is getting to. Yeah. You know, living single in a married world has been a challenge because some of those stigmas, expectations, you know, are we like stereotype busters? I think so. <laughs> Not Myth Have you ever watched that show, Myth But yeah. Yes, I love Myth We're Busters. Stereotype busters. <laughs> it's too long of a word. I like that. But uh, but real talk, I think it's changing. I think it is these genera- generations are over that. They're yeah. over being told what to do. They're over prioritizing someone else's happiness over their own. They are f- trying to figure themselves out. I am just figuring myself out. Well, I'll be a bomb A wife. Absolutely now I would mm. because I know me. Mm. I would have given my whole self over to a marriage and lost myself. I would have been miserable, miserable. And it would have had nothing to do with the other person. Now, that's what I would add to your statement about if you're choosing and not choosing a woman. Yeah. If you're not choosing and it's a you thing, 
be clear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. these men are walking away from this. these women leaving them single and not letting them know, no, you're a precious jewel and I didn't want to hurt you. Or I wasn't That's ready true. or I needed this or I needed that. I had so many people in my life who just, who kept me after it was time to let go because I was a nurturer. Instead of just letting me go and saying, you know what, I can't give you a hundred percent like you're giving me a hundred. Unfortunately, a lot of us men don't find out that we did more damage than we did until we have those moments with ourselves where we're real about it. Lena, I think I told you I had the conversation with uh, somebody who I care deeply about. Now, she asked me those hard questions. Why yeah. did you do this, this, and this, and that? Yep. And I was just like, let's have this conversation in person. And the things that she was saying to me was from her perspective. And when she was telling me at the time, I didn't see myself like that. Mm-hmm. Now, me looking in the mirror, I see myself like that and I'm trying to change it. Mm-hmm. And I had to apologize for the old me. So I also want to say to those of us who have been left by somebody who didn't give us an explanation, it's probably because they haven't matured up to that point yet. Exactly. Exactly. So why would you not be single during that process? I'm not saying everybody has to. People can grow together. Yeah. But... But you have to know that you have to grow. We're saying at 38 and 44 that we are just now figuring this stuff out. Right. This, to me, is a much better time to start a life with another human than it would have been me at 24, which is when I was engaged. I I most definitely agree. So, I mean. But I still have this regret, though. I'm not going to. Sometimes I have. Of time. Of time. It's like, man, I really could have had something super dope. I can't even hate on that. I get that. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm now like, sorry to bring it up, but, you know, mom has a lot to do with it. What if mom transitioned knowing I was married with kids? It's just like, where would I be at in life now? What would my wife say to me in the midnight hour when I'm crying over my mother? What would my kids say to me? What would my kids say to me during that this time of grief? How would those family things help me instead of me going to my friends and my cousins and my family members outside of me having my own family? So I think sometimes I wish I matured up earlier. Yeah. So it's like a two-way, it's like a two-thing. I wish I matured up, but I most definitely did a lot of things that I wouldn't have done if I was in a relationship, mm. which I, I'm happy to happen because moving when you're single it's different moving than when you're married. Right. And me not having to answer to somebody, not saying that we're, I'm doing anything bad. It's just like, I don't right. have to go no, home. I can be out and chill with my boys and chill with my friends and make connections and do all this stuff. Yep. What I had to answer to somebody. But yeah. then at the same time, I could have had somebody who would understand, but it's still different. It's pros and cons. To yeah, this. it is. I mean, it and is. that's everything. And I think every, I think most people, have those moments where they think, but I, so, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. I'm really not. It's just the grass is always greener on the other side. Cause I can't tell you how many married people are like, I love my spouse, but there's so much that I can't do now. Yeah. You, you know, ever get the girl. You lucky. Yes, I do. Or really? I, this is what I get. Enjoy it while you can. I get that too. I get that a lot. Yeah, I get that. So too. I think it's just that the grass is green. Everybody wants what they don't have. So I think what I've been trying to do, because I had I had a moment this last month or so, because we was talking about it. Like it's just been one thing after another for yep. me, kind of in the relationship space. Right. Um. And so I had a moment this week where I was just like, "What the freak? Like, right, 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 <laughs> what right. am I doing so different than everybody else?" Because I am at a point where I'm like, "I'm not devaluing me. Like, it's not because I'm not valuable. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, now I realize how valuable I am, mm-hmm. and I think that's my regret that if I hadn't mm-hmm. given it away, because m- most right. of these people see something in you, right? Whether they accept it or appreciate it or not, they see it. They know they see something. So you withhold it from them. That's just enticement you know so i wish i would have understood myself more Mm -hmm. and been valued at that level i think i was Mm -hmm. valued at the level i value myself so so you think you were i valued 
I was valued at the level that I valued myself. So they saw you at the level that you saw. But right. then after you left them alone or you came to realization, you feel like you saw that your value was more than what they were treating you. And it's almost like, I, if I allow you to treat me to this level, that means exactly. I see myself at that level. People are only going to do as much as you require. That's true. And I had a very low requirement. And it goes beyond what you say. It's what you do and how you think and how It's you how move. you carry yourself. Exactly. Listen, it could be a, a lady in there with two teeth, but confident as heck. She probably going to get more attention than a beautiful girl with no personality. You ain't lying. So, I mean, it's, it's all these things. But anyways, being married in a single world, that was backwards. <laughs> being single in a married world has its challenges, but it apparently also has its benefits. And I just want to encourage all y'all single folk out there, find them benefits. First, I think you should find your benefits first. Learn to be by yourself and learn how to love yourself. And then from there, when you realize who you are and what you are and what your purpose in life is, once you get to that point, then you can make the decision like, I think I want to be with somebody. Or it's like, actually, I'm cool. Actually, I like it here. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some days that I like it here. My bedroom is the way it was when I left it. My toilet seat is down and flushed. Who I'm venting now. Yep. She's talking about somebody. And if you're listening... <laughs> You should have put the seat down, brother. <laughs> you still would have been around if you would have put this toilet seat down. Huh? Huh? Woo! <laughs> Let's end this out. Tell them who you are. I am Joshua. I'm the tall and the tall and short of it. And I am Shay. I am the short of the tall and short of it. This has been an amazing time with you all. We will see you guys in two weeks on Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. We love y'all.